This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. After being laid off from her 15-year career as an entertainment marketing executive, my guest Kelly Green decided that she never wanted to work in an environment where she wasn't passionate about the projects she worked on. Kelly now uses her skills and experience to help other entrepreneurs live their passion by creating profitable brands. And on today's show, she shares three ways to build a brand that boosts your bottom line, how to position yourself as the go-to expert in your field, how to create compelling branding campaigns to attract more clients who are ready, willing and able to pay you for your services and much more. So let's welcome Kelly to the show. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you, Anne-Marie. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I have been looking forward to speaking with you for some time now because you are passionate about branding as am I. So I really look forward to right. having you share your wisdom and, and talk about the work that you do. So I want to just very briefly today give you the opportunity to share with our listeners and other ambitious entrepreneurs listening to the podcast a bit about your background and how you got into this work. Okay. I started in the early 90s in entertainment marketing. I was living in New York, working with several different record labels, helping artists, recording artists, brand themselves and create marketing campaigns. And I did that for about 15 years. And unfortunately, I was laid off. At the same time, I was having health issues. And I decided that I really didn't want to work for anyone anymore. But I still wanted to use my experiences in marketing and branding and help other entrepreneurs who were going through transitions from employee to entrepreneur. So I decided to put my experiences together with my passion of helping other people. And now I can finally work with people who were just as passionate as I am about their businesses. And now I help them create profitable business brands. Mm-hmm. You know, I think branding is one of the most integral things that anybody can do for their business. And would you agree too, it's so important to really identify what is unique, what is going to help me set myself apart for the marketplace. But from what I hear, you know, through the message that you were just saying, it's all about authenticity and being passionate about your work. Do you think that's really important as well? Absolutely, yes, absolutely, especially as a service professional, which is mostly what I work with. But entrepreneurs in general, they they start with an idea of a product or a service, and they spend so much time creating that product or service without really establishing what their brand is going to be about, what it's going to represent, who it's ideally for, the type of clients that they actually want to work with. 
And I think that they get lost sometimes in the very beginning of the entrepreneurial process. So I take them back to the branding steps that they need to actually get out there and get more visibility and show the passion for the services that they provide. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is just so important because there are a lot of people now making their own mark in the world through their own business. And because of the internet as well and the amazing, incredible tools we all have at our fingertips, what used to be a local market so that you might be one of, I don't know, half a dozen people offering a similar service, you know, within your local community, because of social media and technologies, our competition, I don't really like to use the word, but you know, other people working in a similar industry, there are you know, right. hundreds more. But on the same token, of course, the opportunity to develop your database of clients is greater too. So there's, you know, pluses on both sides. Right. But that is so right. important to really ask the question, how am I going to position myself? Now, you talk about three ways to build a brand that's going to be profitable and boost a business's bottom line. And that's something that's just so very important. So what are those three key ways? Okay, well, I actually have a seven-step signature system, but these three ways are what every entrepreneur needs to look at when they get into business or they find themselves stuck at an income plateau. Sure. So the first thing is you want to identify your ideal client. And I just want to say for everybody, women is not a target market. (laughs) You need to get very specific on the problem that your ideal client is facing, as well as you need to know where to find them, what's their age, where do they live, what are they looking for, how much are they willing to spend. You need to know as much as you possibly can about this ideal client because that's the only way you can project and produce compelling branding messages that speak directly to their problem. Yeah. Kelly, before you move on to... Yeah, I was just going to say, before you move on to the second and third step, let's just talk about this because finding your ideal client, I agree, is absolutely crucial. If you're listening today to what Kelly has just said and you've automatically just gone, you know what, I know I've heard that before, yet it's scary because I don't want to limit myself. And look, that's probably something that you hear again and again. It's like, well, you know what, the more people that I offer my services to, my products and services, the more likelihood I have of securing a client. Let's just talk about that because really it's the opposite, isn't it? You are doing your business injustice and a disservice and you'll probably end up not getting any clients at all. Love for you to to share your feedback. What do you think about that? I totally agree. I mean, the more specific you can be about who it is that you help and the problems that you solve, the more people you'll actually end up attracting. And what I tell my clients when they get scared, because they always get scared when it comes to this part, they don't want to leave anybody out. They don't want to leave any money on the table, so to speak. Just think about when you go to a doctor and you're trying to find somebody that specializes in your exact pain. You want to find somebody that has the expertise as well as the background, the schooling, the passion for what it is, for what problems you're trying to solve. So just think of it in terms of that. And the more specialized you can get or the more focused you can get on that ideal client, you'll find people 
who are looking for your services, and those are people that are willing, able, and ready to pay for your expertise. Yeah, and it also supports you in your marketing material in the blog posts and the articles that yes. you write because you are speaking to one person and you can repurpose your material. So in actual fact, not only are you going to achieve those incredible things because we all want to attract our ideal client, especially the one who's willing to pay us what we're worth, that's all very important, but mm-hmm. also yep. as part of running the business and putting your marketing pieces together and your website and everything else, it makes it so much sense because you are so focused on the needs of your ideal client. So it's a win-win-win, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Look, before we move on to point two, I want to share a story about, I read a book, I can't remember what the title was. If I do have a sudden flashback on that, I'll, I'll share that with you. But I remember <laughs> I remember reading about a dentist and he was uh, had completed his many, many years of study and he was wanting to set up his own practice. But what he did is he recognized the value in what you're just saying when someone told him you need to niche. So what he did was he thought, you know what, I have... I don't know how many other students were, were also, you know, completing their studies and they were going to go on. But he said, I want to continue specializing in pediatric dentistry, so working with young children. And that is what he did. But not only did he quickly establish reputation as an expert in that area for working with young children, particularly with problems in, you know, their dental health and so forth, he became a referral partner for for many of the other people that had, you know, graduated and also across the country to the point where he had a full and thriving practice and clients were flying from all over, this was in the US, to see him because of the fact that he'd specialised. So, you know, all of his so-called competitors, you know, other dentists, they ended up referring to him because he didn't specialise. I mean, what a success story just hearing about that. So, hopefully if you're listening today, you heard Kelly say, uh, you know, really identify your ideal client and you've been hesitant to do that so far hopefully from what she's been saying and of course that that story 2013 is going to be the year that hey I need to get specific who is it that my ideal client is and of course at the end of today's call Kelly you are going to do a very special offer so hang in there people we're going to give you a very special offer where uh, she's certainly going to help you in doing that all right so that was point one identify your ideal client what is point number two what's the other way Point number two is building your network. I like to say your network equals your net worth. And you touched on it a little while ago. It's not about competition. And I want to thank you, actually, for inviting me on because me and you, we could look at each other as competitors, but we actually serve people in different ways. Even though we both are very passionate about branding, we both help entrepreneurs grow a successful business. It's all about building your network and reaching out to people who can not only help you, but can help get you in front of your ideal client and build you a bigger network. So I really want to impress upon people, live networking, online networking, offline networking. There are so many ways now that we can get ourselves out there and establish our expertise. There's no reason why you shouldn't become an expert in your own network. 
I'd so agree with that. And, and I really just want to touch on something that you mentioned about how both of us are, are doing similar and, and we're passionate about branding. And, you know, I certainly see you, you know, and others as well as colleagues, potential referral partners, potential, mm-hmm. and just having right. a, you know, like, hey, how are you? because there's, we've got that level of passion and, and interest. So we're, we're obviously speaking the same language. But many, many years ago, I've been involved in the career industry for many, many years. And a lot of my fellow colleagues who were part of my network, they were also doing similar things to me, resume development and so forth. But two of my colleagues here in Australia who are also resume writers and career coaches, they recognized they did not want to do the interview coaching, the job search coaching, the, you know, I don't know what I want to do, help me, you know, find my passion and purpose in the work that I want to get into. So they worked with me in a JV joint venture opportunity. So had I not looked at exactly what you're saying, build your network, your network is your net worth, I would never have joint ventured with these people who are doing, you know, reaching the similar market as I am. But there was an area in which they recognized they had a gap and I filled that gap for them. So that is so valuable, you know, building your network because it does. And I wanted to share that because that's something that I have experienced in my own business as well. Yeah, it absolutely makes a big difference, especially if you're working by yourself, you work at home, you don't get a chance to get out and have lunch with your coworkers. So it's important for you to make that extra effort to build a network of people that you can rely on for different resources. Yeah. Well, you know what's really exciting is because you're talking now today about how important it is to really understand your authentic brand and, and build that so that when you step out, you introduce people you know, to you and your work and what you're passionate about, that whatever networking that you're doing, understanding your uniqueness and the position in the marketplace is certainly going to help you build solid relationships. Because I don't know about what you think, I think relationships are the key to a really strong business. Is that something you agree with as well? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because it's really, really important. Not just building your list, it's not just seeing how many Twitter followers you can have. It's actually about building relationships. It's not about the numbers. It's about the quality of the people that you connect with. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. What's point number three? What's the third way? (laughs) Now, the third one is just now it's time to monetize your mastery. And that means now you know your ideal client. You've positioned yourself in the marketplace as an expert. It's time to showcase that expertise and the value that you bring your ideal client. And there's several ways to do that. You mentioned social media earlier. There are so many different outlets. A lot of my clients, when they first come to me, they are so spent because they spent so much money in marketing and so much time coming up with these marketing campaigns that don't prove anything or don't provide any success for them. And that's only because they haven't positioned themselves for profit and they haven't expanded on their mastery. Mm -hmm. Let me explain that a little bit more. But once you're clear about what it is you're doing, who you're servicing, it's now time to position yourself in the marketplace as an expert. So the more visibility you get by building networks, the more you can say that you are an expert in what it is you're doing and you become the authority in the marketplace. Yes. 
I love that term that you use, you monetize your mastery. And it's so very important. And I can yeah. see how the things that you've mentioned today in itself, and because I know that you said you've got a seven-step signature system, but just those three points that you mentioned today are so key. And I can really see how that fits together. Because you imagine if you didn't know your ideal client, you go to a networking event, your ideal client or someone who knows your ideal client may be sitting there listening to you. Now, if you say, well, I work with anyone and everyone who needs X, people mm-hmm. don't put it together, mm-hmm. do they? It's like, well, I don't really know anyone. But if you get really right. specific, I work with someone who's having struggles with this and she's looking to do this. This is what I support people. Now, we automatically, we're thinking, now, do I know anyone? Well, yes, I think she needs a. We automatically start to think about who do I know that needs support in that area? So the more specific we can get, the more we have the opportunity to really make an impact when we are building our network and our net worth and of course monetizing your mastery because you are saying it in such a way that is going to connect with people and be memorable. I think that's what you're talking about too, isn't it? When you're talking about really stepping powerfully into recognizing what you are masterful at and then being able to bring that out into the messages such as what we're talking today. You are monetizing your mastery because you're sharing with people how you can support them and what you are an expert in and that's your modeling, aren't you? Exactly what others can do once they get that do you find that this is something that people do struggle with as well they do struggle with it and it this goes back to we mentioned before about how people are afraid to leave anybody out of their ideal client profile but the more you can specialize and meet yourself the more you stand out so it's not about cutting people off or cutting down on your ideal client profile you're niching yourself in a way that sets you apart and positions you as the authority in the marketplace. So the more you can niche yourself, the more you can specialize in what it is you do and the services you provide, the more people are attracted to you and you don't have to fight so hard to find your ideal client. Yeah. And what often happens, and I'm sure that you would see this with your own clients as well, is that things that used to be a struggle, and and you mentioned before, many of your clients come, they're exhausted because they've been marketing and doing all these different things, but it's... It hasn't been working together. So everything has sort of been working in a silo and it feels like they're having to reinvent the wheel every time. But what yes. happens then is that it all fills in it together, fits in well together and you don't get exhausted and that's that continuous, consistent on-brand message. If you were to say to someone who's listening today who is thinking, this is fantastic, I really can see what Kelly is saying and how important it is, what other things will they notice in their business and in their business's growth when they do start to get clear on even just these three things, what other things would they notice in their business to help them, you know, and recognize that building a profitable business brand is so important? Right. Well, what gets to happen for you is that you stop chasing clients and your ideal clients then know where to find you because you position yourself in the marketplace You position yourself where they live or where they hang out, whether it's social media, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, because you know exactly who your ideal client is. You know the language that they speak. And I'm not talking about English or Spanish. I'm talking about (laughs) things that that resonate with them and are painful to them, things that they're looking for solutions in. You figured that out because you've done the ideal client work. So now you're in front of them. You've positioned yourself as an expert. You're no longer chasing them. They are naturally attracted to you. 
And most importantly, now you can develop brand messages that speak directly to them. Yes, yeah. And you know, no one wants to be exhausted at the end of the day or the week or the month right. because, and I don't know about you, but many people, I mean, I love marketing. I could do marketing all day. Is that something you're passionate about as well? Maybe because yes, we, we, yes. we understand all of this, so that's great. <laughs> but people, my, my colleagues as well, they sort of look at me and go, are you crazy marketing? It's just, yeah. but I think what you're mm-hmm. saying is so true. When you have everything that you're so clear about, it doesn't feel like a chore. And it is if you are Absolutely. having a conversation, and that's what I do, one of the exercises, if I'm writing an article and I think, oh, I don't really know what topic to talk about in my article this week, I'll just picture my ideal client and think, what do I want to, right. to bring to her? What is the key, couple of key learnings that I want her to take away f- from today's article? Mm-hmm. And when I imagine, you know, me just having the one-to-one as if she was sitting across the table, it just flows. And as you said, once Absolutely. you get articles are out there and, and you talked about social media and I'm sure there's a lot of other ways that you support people in bringing that on-brand message out there consistently. As you say, your ideal client will resonate with the message and and you then attract that steady flow to your door. Yeah, so exciting stuff. We talked in in depth about recognising your ideal clients for our listeners today. Who would be your ideal client? Who's your ideal client? Well, you mentioned that when you're writing, you write to that one person. And I think about myself five years ago when I was transitioning into this business. I thought I knew everything, or I thought because I knew everything about marketing and branding that I could just go out there and just hang my name on the wall and everybody would come to me because of my expertise. But I think about the person who's stuck at an income plateau. They're lingering around the 75000 mark. They can't seem to break through that income plateau. They tried all types of marketing and branding campaigns, spent lots of time and money, haven't seen any results, and they provide a service, but they're not exactly sure how to position themselves to break through that profit or that plat- income plateau. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And do you find that a lot of the people that you are working with are service-based entrepreneurs. What about if they have like a product and that product also supports others? Is, is that someone that you would also work with as well? As yeah. well as, you know, she has is stuck. Okay, great. Yeah. Absolutely. I just find that more service people are attracted to me because your service is intangible. So when you don't have a tangible product, it's even harder sometimes to connect the value to it or help your clients to see the value in what it is you provide. Mm-hmm. So I help my clients get that tangible aspect of the service that they provide. Yeah. And I just wanted to, to just express, you know, if you're listening today and, and perhaps you have transitioned and you're now working with, for yourself, you've transitioned from self being employed to self-employment and really the product that you are selling, and I don't really like to use this term, but in an actual fact, I'm sure you'd agree, Kelly, that the services that you provide, you are almost, well, you are, you're showcasing your expertise and how you're helping others. I know a lot of people that I speak to, they find it very difficult when they are marketing themselves. It's like, oh, I don't want a big note right. myself. I don't want to stand on right. a pedestal. <laughs> but really, they're doing themselves a disservice, aren't they, by not getting out there and really marketing and being clear on all these things we've been talking about because they are just going to, unfortunately, be unnoticed and, what's another word, so not memorable, you know, at the end of the day. Is that right. 
right. something. Do you think that that's people something? People are afraid yeah. to, yes, people are absolutely afraid to showcase their expertise because they feel like they're showing off or tooting their own horn. But it's really about explaining the benefits that you provide for your ideal client. Yes. And when you think of it that way, that you're solving a problem for them, it's not about showing off or it's not about being the loudest one in the room. It's just about the service and resonating with your ideal client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? In a moment, I'll, I'm definitely going to ask you to share how people can get in contact with you and also the amazing giveaway that you have. But you spoke earlier on prior to now doing this incredible, and I think this is what you are doing, Kelly, in helping people. It is a must have service I think and support because people continue to struggle and and I have found that even people who are doing incredible things and can really have a service or a product or both that their ideal client needs they are holding themselves back by not going through this process and particularly the steps that you talked about today but when you talked about your work prior with recording artists it reminded me of the story my eldest daughter shared with me she had a friend who she'd known for many many years and this friend was an incredible singer and she'd put together a band and and they were doing you know lots of you know around the clubs and the pubs and so forth but then someone recognized her and thought you know we're going to take you across to the US but this girl was this sweet lovely young thing and you know she played the acoustic guitar and everything but they told her you know go out and get tattoos and piercings and everything and when I saw a picture of her I don't know now, as I said, I don't know whether she was told to do a lot of the things that she did or whether they just wanted to give her a little bit of an edge. Mm-hmm. When I saw her, a picture of her again, it was like, oh my goodness, it's not like the same person. I don't know whether that's something that, you know, within the record industry, if that is, or the recording industry, I should say, that's something that they encourage. But I know in the work that I do, and I think that you do too, is we really encourage people to be authentic and not have to yeah. put on a disguise and like you have to take on this persona so I don't know about you but I feel uncomfortable if I have to stand out and be someone I'm not and I just wanted to ask you is that something that you found also working in that industry or not absolutely I I think a lot of artists would come to us come to the record label thinking that they had to create this persona and for most artists it doesn't work like that unless that is authentically who you are I mean I had an artist she was very esoteric and eccentric normally, just in her everyday life. So when we put her out or released her CD, it just came naturally because people saw that that's exactly who she was in real life. So it applies absolutely to entrepreneurs. Be who you are. Be as authentic as you are because you want to create an emotional connection with your ideal client. Yes. It's really about creating that connection. Exactly. Now, I read something the other day and it's so true and it said, be yourself because everyone else is taken. Don't you love that? I don't know who it was that said that. But, you know, sometimes sometimes when people struggle with identifying their own identity and who am I and how can I bring this out into my mm-hmm. own profitable business brand, what I find that they do, and, and you might have this with a number of clients that you've worked with as well, they look at 
to the marketplace or within the marketplace to find out who is it that's doing incredible things and they try and emulate that. But what happens is Mm -hmm. it feels fake and often if someone is really trying to be something that they're not, it shows, doesn't it, which is unfortunate. But really, yeah. Your clients will see right through that. Yeah. It might work for a little while, but your clients will see right through it and you won't be able to deliver on your promise. Yes. It's not worth it. No. It's not worth it. And especially if someone has, you know, a really vivacious personality and and characteristics, if you're trying to subdue yourself so that, you know, you don't come across as this bubbly sort of, you know, loud sort of presence, you know what? You need to embrace that and find out how can I really bring that out in (laughs) an incredible way. And exactly if you're trying to be someone that you're not. So it's just a, a great reminder for us all. Okay. So... You've been listening today to Kelly saying some very important key steps. How can people get in contact with you then if they'd like to speak to you further about this? They can absolutely go to my website, which is ProfitableBusinessBrands.com. There's a way for you to contact me, and I usually get get back to people within 24 hours. There are a couple of free things there that can help you get started on building a profitable business brand. But I would love to connect with people. I'm there on Twitter at Brand Coach Kelly. I'm also on Facebook at Brand Coach Kelly. Or you can email me at Kelly at ProfitableBusinessBrands.com. But usually the best place is just to go to my site and sign up there. I also, you can get your free report and free download. Wonderful. And of course, all of those contact details for Kelly and how to reach her, whether it is via email, we'll also put your phone number there, Twitter handle and website as well on the show page so that people can click through there as well. But also too, I mean, if you're listening and you're subscribing to our iTunes channel and you're sitting there listening, you're driving in your car, let me just encourage you that when you get back to your office, pop on over to the show page so that you can let us know what were your aha moments what are you going to start doing and of course click through to Kelly's contact details so that you can read more about that and and access her free reports as well but Kelly you've got a very special offer do you want to share with people what that offer is and of course the way to get to that special offer is going to be directly through the webpage so that is going to be an encouragement for you to pop across and network with there as well what's the special offer that you have you can go to my website profitablebusinessbrand.com and sign up to apply for a strategy session in which we will go through my step, my formula or my process for identifying your ideal client, that person who is ready, willing, and able to pay for your services. We will go through that session in about 30 minutes, and you will get so much clarity around who it is you serve and how to speak to that person, as well as how to find that person and position yourself as the authority in the market. Mm-hmm. So Wonderful. go there now, fill out an application, and like I said, I will get back to you within the next 24 hours to schedule your session. Wonderful. So just let's summarize what you're taking away today from the wisdom that Kelly shared. If you are stuck at an income level, if you feel like marketing is the worst thing that you want to do in your business and therefore you avoid it and you're just not attracting your ideal clients to your message and what you're really bringing out there, here are the three things that you need to start implementing today. Number one, Kelly said, identify your ideal clients. So very important. Don't try and be everything to everyone what's that saying a jack of all trades and a master of none you do not want to be that you want to be seen as an expert 
second key point, build your network because as Kelly said, your network is your net worth. Don't look at people, other people in your industry as competitors. They could be the next big JV partner, such as the example that that I shared. And I'm sure you've got lots of examples too, Kelly. And the third is to monetize your mastery. And if you get those three things in place, I'm sure you'll be able to notice a significant turnaround in your business. And of course, go and sign up for and, uh, you know, apply for one of Kelly's strategy sessions because she'll, you know, certainly support you in identifying the the other things that you need to implement within your business today. Kelly, this has just been wonderful to catch up with you and to hear you share your wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really have enjoyed it. Fantastic. Look, we'll have to do this again one day. Yes, I would love that. I would love that. (laughs) Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Anne-Marie with today's inspirational tip and it's a tweetable. Have a quirky characteristic that's uniquely you. Blend this into your brand to become a powerful, authentic attribute. Often when I'm working with clients going through the signature branding process, when I ask them, what are some of your unique characteristics or personality traits that really stand out for you? And it's something that they often hadn't really considered to identify and define and incorporate within their signature brand. And I'll give you an example. I had one colleague who was an incredibly positive person. She was very dynamic and she really lit the room up with her boyish nature. And uh, it was something that really stood out for her. But what she would often try and do was to tone that down because it was a little bit embarrassing for her. But you know what? It was so uniquely her and something that came so naturally to her and in her work with her clients. That was one of the things that attracted a lot of her clients to work with her because of her bubbly and dynamic approach. And so for her, not recognizing it and and trying to minimize this in her signature brand was really not the right thing to do for her. So perhaps you're trying to hide something or disguise something so that it doesn't become noticed. You know what? If you've got a quirky characteristic that is uniquely you, that people recognize, that when you leverage it and bring it into your signature brand can really make you stand out from the crowd, then I encourage you to spend some time and look at how you can integrate this within your signature brand to make it become your powerful, authentic attribute that stands out. Hope it was helpful for you. Go ahead and tweet it. If you like the show and think it has a helpful message, why don't you go and share it with members of your community who may be struggling with defining their brand. A lot of the things that Kelly mentioned today are going to be valuable for them and I'm sure they would appreciate you sharing. And of course, if you've got a comment that you want to share, we'd love you to pop across and let us know what you thought of today's show. Go ahead and leave your comment always great to hear from you. Until the next show, have a fantastic week and as always, stay inspired and stay brilliant. This is Anne-Marie. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.